Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tony Talks. Arnold Reasons, and we have a special guest. The machine is in the building. Machine. Locked, <laughs> loaded, and ready to take off some heads. <laughs> Yo, Welcome, yeah, Peter, back to the podcast. Thank you for having me back on. Always, always fun. Always fun. It's it's one of those ones where because I'm editing every week, it's like I'm I'm always listening and always like just enjoying it. So when I'm on there, it's it's all the more fun. So, <laughs> yeah, cool. it's good to have you on, bro. We have missed you. Yeah. So editor's choice today, Peter. What Indeed. what did you want to talk about? So I. And the reason I well, the reason I actually initially asked, I don't know how much of this you guys want out there, um, but we've been part of an accountability group on workouts specifically, um, and getting our uh, training in. Um, oh, so I had wanted to talk about that. Talk about um, keeping one another accountable and the benefits disadvantages pros cons of all of that and i think a good place to start would be <laughs> with when you're having to challenge people so <laughs> listen before this guy even gets into it i know when you sent those messages this morning <laughs> you were beaming ear to ear because the smoke i came with a couple weeks ago i came with my tail between my legs today <laughs> no not even not even i mean it, it's, it's i would have been i'm so, telling you bro. <laughs> well no it's interesting it's interesting because i struggled to send the the the, the text this morning well, really like, yeah, really? in in part, well, in part, my 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 natural instinct is not to. It's like, for whatever reason, maybe the the update hasn't come, um, and I'm sure there'll be there'll be a, there'll be a reason why. Um, but it always feels like that, and I guess this is the first question: is you know where where do you draw the line between being overwhelming mm. and trying to be supportive, but in that challenging way? That you have mm. to you sometimes are, are, are supporting because that that was my that was my my conflict was if there's something yeah. going on do i want to add to that with the expectation of your where's your update when these times you could be going through the most yeah um and you know so so yeah where, where do you guys draw that line between being overwhelming or contributing to someone feeling overwhelmed and being challenging in a way that's supportive. So I think Tolly might be better, better place than me to answer this question. <laughs> me? Yeah. <laughs> no, because look, this is the thing, yeah? <laughs> I'm very mindful of my strengths and my areas of growth. And I think that this is one of those areas which is an area of growth. Because <laughs> um, for, for me, like, I'm, I, I think I, I don't know, like I, when I've reflected at times with how I am on this subject, I think I can, especially when it comes to like the the competitive context, right? Because I'm I'm very competitive, and I mm-hmm. think sometimes in the context of stuff like this in particular, it can it can just be extremes for me, you know, like <laughs> where <laughs> where where it's either I don't say anything, and mm. I just because I'm trying not to cross the line kind of thing, or 
I'm coming with all of the smoke. <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and in part, I think it's because I'm almost backing myself up into a corner because I know if I bring all of this smoke, then I better mm. be ready to take it. And take I need to do what I need to do to avoid it. So it's almost like I'm setting myself up at the same time. So that's mm. why I said I think Tommy might be a better place than me because I, 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 this, is, this, this is something that I actually genuinely... It's an area of working on. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think it kind of comes down to knowing your personnel, right? So I think that, for example, if we've all signed up to this group, there's a certain expectation that, look, every now and then, someone's going to come for you as well, right? So... I signed up to this group knowing that if I'm in the group, people are going to come for me. And I think <laughs> the other part of it as well is that where it comes to knowing your personnel is that, for example, I know that Arnold is very reflective. Yeah. So Arnold will be a little, be annoyed in the moment. Yeah. But then later <laughs> on, he'll be like, do you know what? Yeah. Like, it's, and, 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 you know, and, and there, was, there was a situation. Exactly. That's what it comes to knowing your personal because there are some people that will not be down for it. So there was a situation with, you remember when Dwight Howard, who's an NBA player, he was playing for the Lakers and he was playing with Kobe. Yeah. Kobe had some choice words about Dwight Howard. He called him some names, right? Mm. That we cannot repeat on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) at the time, Dwight Howard was upset. He was crying and blah, blah, blah. A few years later, he said, you know what? Yeah. Kobe was right. I was acting like a, you know, thing that I cannot mention. And he said, he was just trying to get the best out of me. Do you see what I mean? So for me, some of it is knowing your personnel, like what do people need? What do they want? What is good for them? The other part is like, am I really actually doing the right thing by this person? Because you know, like what our parents always said to us, they're like, you will thank me when you're older for these beatings. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) And you know, there's always that point. Yeah. Where you sit down for me, I was sat on my bed. Yeah, and revelation came to me, and I said, "They were right. (laughs) (laughs) They were right." I had to call my parents to say, "Today is that day that you prophesied so many years before, where I'm going to thank you for the beating." Amazing. My mum's still waiting. (laughs) Ah, bro, call your mother, please. Call your mother. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Mm. (laughs) I think Mm. it's it's the mix of that for me is like. And even in terms of how you asked today, it was actually really supportive. It was actually good, you yeah. know. So, for me, I, I didn't even, I didn't even blink a eyelid about. It. I just knew I had to be like, yeah, it's, it's not happening, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> Listen, I think when I read the message, I was thinking this guy came a lot more gracious than I thought he could. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was only a week and a half, two weeks ago, when I was just here with the smoke machine, just. <laughs> no, but that 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 is that is fair, and I think it is important. Like, it's it, it's if I guess it, it's the intent, isn't it? It's if I'm trying to help, then it's not necessarily about this. You know, it's not necessarily about. A or B, it's what will what will actually help. Um, and, and I think that there's that process of learning. So that that's fair enough. I, I'm I'm interested though. So Arnold, you mentioned you're quite competitive. How does that play in, or how does that does that show up in sort of the accountability group? Do you find yourself competing with others on 100%. on the accountability group? 
really? 100% bro <laughs> listen even when I'm when I'm not in the accountability group when I'm going to the gym I'm competing with everybody there like it's mm, just the way even my mind goes they don't know yeah, like, don't know. the person that's on the treadmill <laughs> yeah, right they, know them, like, the they don't know that I'm in a war with them right now <laughs> and it's and I think this is the thing for me it's never like with like malicious intent or anything like that mm. but it's it's sometimes I think Tony we spoke about this one time when you were talking about um, Michael Jordan and it's sometimes mm. the stories that you yeah. you almost tell yourself that add fuel yeah. to the fire to push you even further for me personally anyway mm. so it's not so much that I'm thinking oh I, I want Peter to fail or I want Tony to fail or I want Abraham to fail or anything like that like mm-hmm. it never comes from if anything to be honest with you I actually want everybody to excel because I know what that does for you. me is it creates an environment where it's like, Arnold, you don't want to be the one letting the squad down. Do you get what I'm saying? And I don't want to be the one that is finding myself having to almost make up or or make justify, like not doing what I said that I was going to do. And equally, I want to be on the other side as well of being an encouragement to everybody else as well. You know, like, because this is the other thing as well. Like, I, I remember... There was one of my friends who I was messaging um, as well, like with some of this accountability stuff, who was trying to go for similar things as well. I remember at one point I actually messaged him to ask him, like, if I was, if he was finding those messages helpful, because I realized that I think for a while he hadn't been training and stuff like that as well. And I think it got to a point when, like, I'd gone past the okay this is like competitive sprinklings on the on the the recipe for me to mm, this is a beat okay, down like now. i might yeah is this like is this becoming a beat down kind of thing yeah. and, and I, yeah. I genuinely came from knowing i guess like i said knowing that this is an area that i can sometimes cross the line on mm. i i actually asked him i said like is it actually helpful for me to send these messages or would you rather i stop kind of thing and he said he wanted me to keep going so i was like oh, mm, cool yeah. i'll keep doing that <laughs> mm. but but um but yes, yeah, so I guess the competitiveness never comes from like a malicious place. Um, I guess it takes maybe understanding me and my angle to know that yeah. because I know that without necessarily knowing me on a maybe more personal level, it's very easy to misunderstand that and to think mm. this guy is just like who does he think he is kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I can I can understand that. But go ahead, bro. I, I find it so interesting because I'm actually a horrible competitor right mm-hmm. so and and this is what's so interesting because if you're not on my team yeah yeah when i was playing basketball my job was to make your life miserable Crush your enemies Mis- <laughs> like bro, bro i will literally <laughs> so i played basketball last week with uh, that's how i hurt my knee right i told you guys and yeah. there was this one guy and he turned to me on the other team and he said bro i just don't know where you are at all times and you're in my head <laughs> Like, because that's my job. My job is to intimidate, dominate, enforce everything, right? He doesn't know and, that he's giving you fuel by telling you. It's like, he just, bro, he just looked shook. He just looked to me like, I don't know what's going on. Like, you're everywhere. Like, where are you? And so for me, like our group, we're all on the same team. Yeah, right yeah, yeah and that's a different kind of because if we're all on the same team we push each other we provoke yeah. it like we're all on the same team because if i don't see you as on my team then i'm not trying to help you i'm literally trying to destroy you <laughs> and so i'm i'm very competitive <laughs> huh 
I'm trying to make you not go to the gym. Absolutely, absolutely bruv. I will talk to, all kinds I'm of trying to deter you. Fab. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I mean. We're all actually, yes, bruv. Like people, it's all up here. All up here. Mm. And that's why for me, like, we're not actually in that sense for me, I don't see us as competing on our goals. For me, it's like, okay, how do I encourage you to your goal? Because the thing is, if you hit all your targets, I hit all my targets, peace hits all his targets no one lost everybody won you know our team has actually done something really good something really strong so for me i think that's how i actually think about you know our our thing um is less in terms of a competent but like we're all we're all a team mm. Mm. maybe more so competing together exactly mm. we're trying to crush mm. our goals more than anything yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really interesting because i am not competitive at all like Really? I, I, all right. Yeah, no, at all, at all. I'm, I'm. Hmm. I've been described as ruthless. No, I've been described <laughs> as ruthless. But, but I'm not competitive. Like I know in my heart, I'm not. Competitive. So we play. Well, I say we play. My wife won't play with me now. Quite literally. <laughs> um, we'll play a game called Ludo. I don't know if you guys know Ludo. Oh yeah, yeah Ludo. Yeah, Ludo. Yeah, with the dice and, and the counters going around. Yeah. And I mean, in Ghana, we've got all these different ways of taking each other out, you know, like kicking, yeah. kicking counters back. And yeah, I can get ruthless with it. I, I'm thinking <laughs> 10 steps ahead. I know exactly what number you need. But I do it both ways. Like, I'll I'll play and I kind of already know what I need to take whoever out. So I'll play and as soon as I play, I'll just remove you if I've got it. And they're like, wait, what happened? I was like, oh yeah, no, I played this. You're, you're dead. Bye. Um, but in the same fashion... <laughs> If it's me, when they're playing, I'm thinking of that the same for me. So they'll be playing, and I'll be like, oh, you can take me out here, or you can take me out there. Um, because I don't mind when you're losing. Teacher. I'm strategic, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I like the game, I like playing, um, but I don't oh, mind. Oh, but you'll tell them how to take you out? Yeah, yeah, no, literally, yeah. So you're not ruthless like, then? Well, it's ruthless when I take people out, I guess, because they're not they're not thinking of it or maybe I'd do it in a not so gracious way but it's it, bro yeah, what we I, need to I, have I, is an RTB games night because you and Arnold yeah I would love to see don't who... say you and Arnold you as well bro okay bro. Like, let, let's, let's be very real yeah Arnold is the dictator of these things no, yeah you, Arnold is ruthless the you are not ruthless my friend on the podcast, yeah? let me let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you Arnold, about listen, Arnold yeah <laughs> Tolu's strategy is to just announce in the room, announce to the airwaves that Arnold is the dictator. Bro. And what does he do? Just like he did in that basketball match, he's everywhere and Bro. you don't even know where to catch him. It's he so is the guy you need to watch I'm telling you. Tolu has bro, because, bro, the thing is, yeah, no, no, no. The thing is, yeah, with Arnold is I'll tell people, I say, look, you need to watch yourself for Arnold, yeah? And then they're all like, Arnold says this thing, yeah, 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 Tolu's just... And then he does it and they go, oh. No, but then he does what? Oh. Then Arnold does Arnold. Arnold does an Arnold. Yeah. People are getting mugged everywhere. And then people are realizing, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. I, I tried to tell you. I literally tried to tell you to watch yourself. And now Arnold is the president. Like, this is what happens. Yeah. So I would love to have a games night and see Arnold versus Peter because it would I, I be think my, my, my thing is, I, I like being good at a game or, or I like improving. I don't mind yeah. losing. That's the thing. I, I don't, I don't care if I win or lose. I just want to make sure that I've done my best. And sometimes my best will be good enough, and sometimes it won't be good enough, and that's fine. Um, 
but I don't, I'm not competitive like that. Um, and it's the same thing in the gym as well. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm always, I'm checking my, my sort of uh, stats and stuff and what I'm doing, but I'm never concerned with the, what the next person's doing because they're on a different, they're doing something else. And, and it's, yeah, I just find it interesting. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that, how that dynamic plays into sort of just our trainer, I guess. And it's interesting as well because even when I actually think about the probably the detail of my training as well, in some senses I'm actually very much the same. Mm. Because like in terms of like how much I lift, how much weights, how many how many kilograms I'm lifting, how many minutes I'm on the treadmill, whatever the thing is, as much as I'm talking about the stories with all these other people and stuff like that, Mm. genuinely, when it comes down to my numbers, like I'm not the kind of guy that's looking at this guy that's lifting I don't know 150k or 200kg on his chest and I'm like okay now let me go and try to keep no no way bro. I'm not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know my lane I know my lane I'll lift my little yeah. dumbbells <laughs> and I'll compete like we are lifting the same way <laughs> do you know what yeah. I'm saying yeah. because you know what I feel the like... competition is with myself yeah I feel like sometimes like let's say for example someone's doing 150 or whatever yeah i know i can't yeah. do 150 but i remember there was one time when i was on the treadmill with this little filipino dude yeah dude's legs are half the half the length of mine and the speed he was going at made me realize like boy if this little dude with his little legs can go that fast should i really be on my eight out of 20 can mm-hmm. i actually push it up and i didn't mm-hmm. try and match his but it's mm-hmm. made, it made me think okay maybe i can do I'm a little bit further. more you know, yeah. it helped you to push. Yeah. It helped me to push. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That yeah. dude killed me, man. He he absolutely <laughs> crashed me. <laughs> I was just watching it like, what? You're like five foot seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is this happening? Mm. The the other thing I think I probably want to touch on is is the dynamic of having the accountability group, and I think it's really interesting. You you hear it talked about a lot, but actually mm. seeing the effects. Um, mm. personally so like I've always liked the gym I've always loved the gym but it, it, it's easy to be demotivated it's easy to not want to go for mm. whatever mm. number of reasons but you know despite Arnold coming for me last week um, <laughs> <laughs> I found it's a lot easier to mm. get out of bed and, and get ready and go quite simply because I know afterwards I get to send a message saying, yo, I finished, yeah. I finished yeah. today, you know. And yeah, I, I, think that's, I think that's really a powerful thing that maybe we don't utilize enough in, 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 in general, you know, having, having an accountability group, having people that you share your goals with and that sort of, you're all striving together. Yeah. I, think, I think it's quite powerful. I- I think it's so true. So I did a I did a study. One of my friends he was doing like a sports science masters, right? And he got I think it was like ten of us who were like we all kind of knew each other. We were all kind of in the same gym and stuff like that. And we had to lose weight for this study. And every Monday we had to weigh in and post our weight in that group. Hmm. Bro, the things that that time did for me because <laughs> bro, you you can't go on a bender over the weekend, right? Because you know Monday you're weighing in right yeah. and you can see everyone's tentatively typing on monday like oh <laughs> who did what and so it makes a ma- i've never lost so much weight and so consistently and so well wow. as i did in that in that environment mm. yeah mm. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. Do you guys think that's something that we can apply to our Christian walk? And if so, how? I I think yes, but the metrics are slightly different, right? Uh -huh. And I think that we need to be mindful of not getting into like box ticking with that kind of thing. Uh -huh. Right. So what, what would be the metrics? Uh -huh. You know, okay. I want to read my Bible every day or because at the moment I've got like a, a nice little streak on the Bible app. But how many of those days did I really like sit down read it properly yeah. as opposed to yeah. open it have a quick look i've got my street keep going yeah you know so what, what 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 metrics would we want to use because i'd be down for something like that but like how would we how would we measure it what would we be what are the effective measures of progress and that kind of thing hmm. so. oh go ahead go ahead Arnold. No, I was going to say, so when I think about the accountability group we've had with the, the training and stuff and try to parallel it, one of the first things that comes to mind for me is it starts with, I guess, being open about what you're trying to achieve. Mm. And then outside of that, being open about the, the detail of whether you've actually, what your life looks like, right? Because uh -huh. I think when we join, when when you join the accountability group that we've got going, the first thing you have to do is state your goals, because yeah. not everybody's mm -hmm. goals are the same, right? Um, yeah. Your goal might be to go to the gym X amount of times a week to do this, like whatever your goals. Are, that's the first thing you have to do, which is a sense of vulnerability, like and opening up and saying, "This is what I'm working on," right? Uh -huh. And then the second thing that comes with that is almost like an implicit invitation to say, "You have every right to ask me about this." right and not in a i'm coming to attack you kind of uh, angle but more so of well this is what i've said that my commitments are and this is what i'm trying to go for i am inviting giving you guys an open invitation to ask me questions and to i guess have enough enough visibility within my life uh -huh. to know whether i'm actually on track or whether there's potentially something going wrong uh -huh. and so when i think about that as a principle like bringing it back into like our, our christian journey I don't know that I would say that the metrics would be things like how many times a week you're reading the Bible and things like that, mm. but maybe more so character points, just as, as one example, right? Mm. So like, as a married man, I might come and say, look, guys, I'm trying to be a better husband and here are some of the areas that I'm failing um, or here are some of the areas that I'm working on. And what mm. that naturally creates, if I've shared that, it creates a way for you to ask me every now and then, how is that going? And, and do you know what, case in point, we have that in our relationship as well. Like where you've asked me a few times, Tolu, like how are things going within your marriage and stuff like that. Do you get what I'm saying? I, I feel like that's a little bit different though to what we do with the workout group, right? Because each week is like its own little period, right? So you know that I need to go to the gym four times in this week, right? You yeah. have something that is, either you did it or you didn't. Do you yeah. see what I mean? There's no, no gray area, no ambiguity. <laughs> <laughs> like you either did it or you didn't. You know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with some of the kind of like relational things, the less like how how on a week to week oh, basis, I... how would we quantify? Like Do you see what I mean? You could say, for yeah. example, I don't want to, I don't want to shout in my relationship or whatever. Did I shout this week or not? You know, maybe that kind of thing. Mm. But I don't know how that translates into a faith walk. Yeah. Well, which which is which is the tension because 
we can see how clearly it's well, I can definitely see how clearly it actually helps having that accountability, having people yeah. that you know, I I um I know as 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 Arnold you said, have visibility of my goals and have an invitation to ask me about it. Yeah. Um but it doesn't it doesn't translate like linearly to faith. Yeah, for sure. Because it's 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 not as binary as I went to the gym or I didn't go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's a lot more it's a lot more difficult because what what's what are the metrics for for maturity in faith or for growth in faith or for whatever your exactly. your, your your goals are. <clears throat> are the I definitely there? think I definitely think it's it's more tricky. Mm. Um because like you're saying it's not cut and dry or like Tolly was saying, it becomes a tick box a box ticket. You know the thing. It becomes a box yeah. ticking exit. Um, yeah. But I do still think that there is room to, even if it's not to say, did you do it this many times this week, for example? Like using the shouting example. Like if somebody mm. is a guy who, like, is constantly shouting at his his wife, his children, and he's aggressive, he's mean, whatever. Like if that's something that has been opened up and shared then I think that there's room to periodically check in. How are things going with that? You know? And I think whilst I don't think it will be a case of saying, yeah, I did it 10 times this week, last week it was down to fact, like it might not be exactly kind of on the same like for like exchange with the, the accountability group with the training. But I think there are, with I think both one visibility into someone's life, not just based on what they're saying, but actually having some sort of insight into okay I, I was there when you were going crazy Do you get what I'm saying mm. that's that's one level <laughs> and then outside of that just the conversation because like even without being able to quantify it in numbers I think there are ways that you can whether it's so whether it's even if it's not so much for the benefit of the person asking but more so for the person who's being asked mm like there are ways that you can almost create an opportunity to reflect and measure whether there has been I, progress on, right so I, I was literally going to say about the, the opportunities to reflect so yeah. i think peter you might know about like working in sprints right in terms mm. of that some of the stuff that you guys do so yeah. there's a methodology of agile working where you work in like two week sprints or whatever yeah. it is and one of the the guys in my team he's trained in all of that and that's how he runs his subunit and i joined one of their sessions um i think like last week or the week before and at the beginning they're like how do you feel like this sprint went you know smiley face sad face whatever they put on a scale that's what it says the retrospective you know what went well in this sprint what didn't go well in this sprint and those kind of things so could we, for example, at the end of the week, have like a bit of a retrospective and say, okay, how do you feel like this week went for spiritual growth? What were the, the things that were good for you this week? What was not yeah. so good for this week? What do you want to focus on for the next sprint? What are the things that you want to bring from, from this one into the next one? Because I feel like there are things that we all want. So in terms of like intimacy with God, closeness with God, understanding yeah. of the world, like how do you feel like you did in this last week in terms of engaging with those things yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good yeah that's really good yeah because then it's yeah it's it allows for it, it covers everything doesn't it it covers yeah. everything you want to grow in or everything that you know you should be 
should be working on. Um, so that that's good. How do you go about finding people that you can do that with? Hmm. <laughs> that is a great question. Um, <laughs> it's a very good question. It's a very good question. I can't remember who it was I was I was listening to. But they were talking about, for example, how do leaders find other leaders as their friends and stuff like that. And I took that principle as like, how do I find like-minded people who are kind of, we're all around the same, we're peers in terms of that. Um, And it's kind of like, they were saying about, you know, putting out little feelers here and there, you know, Mm. throwing things out there, seeing how people respond. So if, for example, you know, I say something to Arnold, you know, does he ask follow-up questions? Is he genuinely mm. interested in what I'm doing, where I'm going? Does he also have a similar thing in his life? And mm. that's where I think, actually, if I think back over our friendships, like we've all had those moments, right? So even like how Peter got involved with the podcast, right? Mm. I think Arnold, you were telling him about the podcast and he expressed an interest. He reciprocated mm. that mm. kind of thing, you know? And it's kind of that thing of putting yourself out there a little bit. And so I do, you know, we're, we're talking about like, when I talk about like my clothing company, throw it out there a little bit, see how do people respond, and because mm. that's how you gauge interest. You know, are they like-minded? Are they against it? Like, and it is, it is. You do have to be a bit bold and a bit brave in terms of putting yourself out there. Yeah. But it, for me, mm. it yields great results on a regular basis. Mm. That's good. And I think I would also add, you have to be willing to take risks, and. Mm. And I think know that you may have to go through some some crusty stuff and crusty people <laughs> <laughs> to get to a few good ones. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I say that in as lighthearted a way as possible because I think not everybody's crusty, I'm just joking. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, like the truth is like when you it's not a guarantee that every single time that you put a feeler out there that the person is gonna no. be like the person that you're looking for. Sometimes it's not, and sometimes you may find yourself feeling like you may have wasted your time like or feel like you know you haven't got the result that you're looking for in short Mm. um but i think that's where you have to despite how well or successful it seems to have gone or not with each individual that you try to i guess build with you still have to be willing to take the risk on the next person um Mm knowing that sometimes it does work out and sometimes it doesn't and i think ultimately in the long run like go ahead bro you got something there you know like when they talk about flipping a coin right yeah. each time you flip a coin it has its own like 50 50 chance mm. right mm. but sometimes people will be like well i flipped the coin 10 times and it was heads the last 10 times so it's going to be tails mm. this time or mm. it's going to be heads again but actually it's each one has its own that's mm. it probability that's so, it, like, yeah. with what you're saying, like, you might have, exp- like, you know, put yourself out there to 10 people yeah. and it's gone wrong 10 times, but this might be the time that it goes right. And they're That's each it. individual moments. You can't be mm. bringing all that stuff from the past into this moment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's it. And I think when you do discover those relationships that you're talking about looking for, I think it, it becomes all the more worthwhile to have gone through ones that didn't work out Mm. because there's so much fruit and goodness that can come out of those good relationships which if you were limited by the ones that didn't work out or go where you wanted them to go 
you would never have had the opportunity to experience. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's really good. Uh, I think that's really important. I I, I think for I, I would also just throw in that last bit of sort of um, paying attention to what God is saying as well, um, because especially the, the example you gave with the podcast. It was literally, and it's, uh, I've said mm. this before, it's something I would not do is go and pay another <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and yet, and yet, I really felt I had to, um, with Arnold, I had to go and tell him, go and compliment his clothing and sort of speak to him. Um, and that was literally God saying, you have to do this because this will be significant. And it has mm. turned out to be. So uh, I'll, I'll just throw that caveat in as well. Um, it's, paying attention to what God's leading you to um, because he will bring those people around as well that's good good. and I've got a little little follow up question on that one alright don't worry it's not the hot seat in the furnace (laughs) 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 I can see you already starting to get a (laughs) he was flexing Peter was actually flexing did you see it yeah, sorry, I'm telling you. So veins coming out, everything. But um, <laughs> but I guess probably just like a, a good connected question: Is there are there any tips or things to encourage somebody that might be wanting to be more sensitive to what he's saying about a particular relationship? Because mm. I, 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 I always find well to me it almost sounds like tips on becoming more sensitive to god's spirit or god's voice yeah is that is, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. is that right right i um, think that's interpretation fair. Of the question. yeah and i i think my go-to is always and it's somewhat counterintuitive but my go-to is always getting more familiar with the word mm. and i say that because i think the word the, the when i say the word the scriptures the bible I think it's it's such a unique gift in that it's a tangible physical thing that we can approach and yet it is an eternal and divine thing um, and the way I see it is the more familiar you are with the word with, with, with the word that God has given us the Bible that God has given us the more you're able to recognize his voice because you're you're reading it you're, 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 you already know what he's going to say because you know his word and thus you're more aware of his voice. And a good illustration I had was if you are to, you know, try and look at, if you try and read something that's far off um, and you can't really see it because it's far away and stuff. If you then know what that thing says, you're actually able to read it from further away, or at least you're able to recognize the characters a lot easier by virtue of knowing it. And I think we have a similar effect when we, are familiar and intimate with his word we are we're sort of almost training ourselves to recognize his voice and then when he speaks to us you know logos rama i'm not going to go into all of that we are able to recognize his voice more so my, my first go-to will always be um get familiar with his word get familiar with the with your bible get intimate with it and the second mm. thing i'll also throw in is um almost yeah not not retrospectively but be reflective on what has proved itself to be his word so where mm-hmm. sometimes you feel something as like oh i feel like this girl is going to be my wife and then you know 
<laughs> two months she's later. She's married already. She's married to someone else. You know, <laughs> that feeling was not good. <laughs> um, but where, you know, sometimes you felt, like, for instance, for me, one thing that I will always be able to go back to is go and then compliment Arnold's uh, attire, which, again, I'd never do this. I don't do this. Mm. But... I know that was God because of the fruits that has come from that relationship that stemmed from doing that. Mm. And so mm. that, and I don't want to restrict it to the feeling or the sensation because those change depending on who you are. But yeah. that instance of, okay, this was God's word and, and this has proven itself to be God's word. So next time when I'm there and there's a similar situation or there's a situation where I'm feeling the same sort of way and it's a yeah. similar thing, I can be more confident that that's God's words by virtue of that experience. Yeah. So it's those two things that are my go-to is familiarity with his word. And then also just, you know, being reflective on when it has and hasn't been his word speaking to you. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's my, my thoughts. Yeah. That's really good. And I think what it was making me think about is how through, <clears throat> through his word, we 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 get opportunities to really become more acquainted with his ways his character his nature yes. yeah 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 um which i think really fits in with what you were saying about how yeah. even if even if the words were behind a wall that you can't see through mm. because you're familiar with him and what is consistent with how he is how he operates mm. and how he moves yeah. you're able to in some senses fill in the blanks yeah yeah I um and i think even just in my own walk like I, without a shadow of a doubt every single time it takes faith mm. because you can believe you've heard you can believe that you've had something revealed or like whichever way it comes but it still takes faith to execute on it right it takes right. faith to say okay, I'm not just going to be the person that says that I heard go and do this thing. I'm actually going to put my life on the limb and take the Mm. risk and do that Mm. thing, Mm. you know? Um, And that takes me back to how the scripture speaks about how without faith it's impossible to please him. Mm. Um, And so I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but one of the things that I have really kind of it's like an ongoing thought I've had in my mind about whether at times, even in the times where we may get it wrong, whether there's a level of it still being somewhat in a weird way pleasing to him because we've stepped out in faith, if you get what I'm saying. And I don't have oh, an answer yeah, to that yeah, by the way. Yeah. But it's something well, that has kind of been an ongoing thought, right? Your kid, your kid, you know, draws a picture for you and yeah. you, you really like the picture and the next time they're trying to draw a picture for you and this time they bring it and they drew it on your certificate yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Oh, it's gonna be like yo this was my certificate why did you draw it yeah, it's gonna be like well she was trying to you do chuckle. something for me. you chuckle you know and yeah. I think God has a similar thing I, I think God has a similar thing where in faith yeah. sometimes we're trying to do something it's like oh this silly child but you know it's still at least he was trying to do it for me so that's that's how I think about that so you know there's the verse that talks about how anything that's not done of faith is sin yeah right so for me it's kind of like the inverse of that right is that 
anything that you do in faith in with you know what i mean by in faith yeah, like actually yeah, yeah. genuinely yeah. in faith Be honest. like this is yeah. what you yeah <laughs> like you really believe this is what good not like you know yeah i went in yeah, faith yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, did yeah. you actually <laughs> like <laughs> it's kind of like when you go in faith it's okay even if you get it wrong because you're genuinely oh, going in faith because mm. you can go in fear and end up doing the right thing but it wasn't mm. a faith so it's sin like mm. you didn't really believe so it's like mm. it is that thing of go in faith and it comes back to what you said peter about getting to know the word because it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god so for you to really go in faith you need to be going based on the word like you can't just be just going and saying i'm in faith but what did god actually say to you like what are you actually meant to be doing mm. you know i think that example was really good as well man because it just is our, our perceptions of how he is mm. i think will affect a lot of the decisions we make to either walk in faith or not walk by faith or not mm. because like even when i think about again now another example the parable of the talents um the mm. person that had the one talent like mm. when he was given his explanation he said oh mm. i knew you to be a harsh man yeah. reaping where you have not mm. sown this that and the first. it's like the his perception was so jacked up of how he perceived this this master to be mm. that it led to him obviously making decisions that were decisions to make mm. and and i think when we have the right perception of him like just even just that example of he's actually a father like and to think about it with that kind of just father-child relationship that you just described it liberates you so much because mm. it literally just gives you the freedom to actually be childlike and say you know what i'm gonna risk it all <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you know what i find mad about the story of the talents right is that he's like well if that's really what you thought of me you still did it wrong like if that's really what you thought of me then why would you bury it? Go get me some interest. And he's, he's like, that's really what you thought of me. You still messed up. He didn't, he didn't even challenge it. He was like, so you know I'm a harsh man. <laughs> I'm saying that African, I'm saying that African voice. So imagine there he was African. So you know I am a harsh man. Why did you not go and put it in the bank? Exactly. <laughs> you still messed up. It's wow. wild. We've, we've done two 20-minute um, critics. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a this is a full length episode. No, this is a full length. This is a full length. Peter, I think you should do a African narration Bible. So you do <laughs> So David and Goliath, but Nigeria versus Ghana. You already know who is David. You already know David is Nigerian. Chale, Chale, I'll chop your head. Who became this? Yeah. No, not cool. Well, no, that's good. Hmm. So, does this mean we're adding spiritual accountability to the accountability group? Is that is that what I'm getting from this? <laughs> oh wow! Is that, is that, is that the next step? <laughs> because 
It sounded like, like like came from a deep place, Peter. Deep cries unto deep. I I think it's it's more so just seeing how like I've, I've literally been reflecting on how it's how much how beneficial it's been to be in a group, um, mm-hmm. just in terms of wanting to go to the gym, you know, and and overcoming that initial um, inertia uh, of of. Having not been, and, and you know, oh, I'll go next week, I'll go next week, but then suddenly joining, and all of a sudden, it's a lot easier to go, even when I haven't had enough seats. So, on Monday, the last time I went, the last time, <laughs> the Monday before I, we recorded, <laughs> I, know, um, I, I'd only had two hours of sleep, or well, less than two hours of sleep actually, because I tracked my sleep, and I, I ended up waking up and really like, feeling like it was more so. It, it was it was more so there was no inhibition normally it would be like oh i haven't rested enough so i haven't recovered enough mm. so i won't go or whatever so oh, i need to work or, uh, there was none of that like there was literally none. i was just like all right it's 4 30 this is when i have to get off and go and <laughs> grab my bag and head outside and that was it that was it mm. i was like oh i'm up i'm gonna go you know and, mm. and it was just and it's literally i think the momentum we've built and by being in the group um, that I'm now at that stage, and so I'm sort of thinking, yo, where else can I apply this? You know, where mm-hmm. else can we start to start to do this and, and find um, areas where, as a group, because it's it's also not self-serving. It's not like I've got these people that are doing this for me. We're all doing it together, and so it's also yeah, yeah together. To, I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm thinking where can, where else can I start applying this? It's, it's more the more question. So yeah. Mm. It's, it's so interesting because I was in a um, a business version of this, like a business mastermind. And basically, you'd meet every whatever it is week, two weeks, and you'd just basically talk about your business with other people who are also doing a business. And if you yeah. saw the momentum that it built in that time yeah. period, it was crazy. It was yeah. absolutely crazy. And then it stopped, and then everything fell off. Like I don't think any yeah. of those people actually <laughs> finished out yeah. their businesses. It's crazy because it's funny how this is so clearly in the Bible. One shall taste down a hundred, uh, two, a thousand. True. But it quite clearly shows, you know, where you're working as a group, as a unit, you'll be able to do exponentially more than when you're, when you're going alone. You get the Tower of Babel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So nothing will be impossible for them. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. Mm. And there's the verse that that we love to joke about, about provoking one another unto love and good works. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we come for each other, to provoke one another. It's biblical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, yeah. Peter for, for joining us again it's been a very long time we definitely need to have this more often we need to think of an alliteration name for you I was thinking Peter Perceives might be good, good perceptive questions I like that, so, I like that. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking for Peter but yeah thank you so much for, uh, for jumping on um, thank you guys for listening and we will see you on the next episode. We'd love to hear your comments, your thoughts, your feedback. Info at reasontobehold.com. Get at us. Peace.